WPOV Global. I'm your host, the legend, TJ Logan. And with me, my co-host as always, the gentleman, Elio Canella. Elio? What's going on? You know what? What's going on? Another week where we got uh, a lot of wrestling. And, uh, oh my god, I, I actually, how, how many hours are... Never mind, we'll get into that uh, when uh, we hit uh, the shows. Oh, heck yeah. Not only do we cover our regular uh, four shows, but we had four... War of the Worlds from ROH, two nights of New Japan wrestling. Yeah, oh a lot of wrestling this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot. How was your week, Alio? Uh, my week was pretty good. Yeah? I mean, I have to tell you, my, my week, week was pretty was darn good. crappy. I almost didn't make it here tonight. Oh, no. Oh, I no. Am- I know. I was I was looking at my watch, and it was after 11. I'm like, uh, we should be... Uh, I wonder if uh, TJ is okay tonight. Uh, like, I- it's after 11. I have been sick as a dog. Um, to give you an example, on Saturday... I got up at uh, 10 o'clock. Um, I went somewhere about 15 minutes in with my family. I said, I don't feel good. I went into the van, laid down. Um, then I went home and I slept from one in the afternoon till seven o'clock the next morning. And I was, wow. still, and I was still sick when I got up. And wow. I have been, I've got some kind of stomach flu thing, but I've managed to squeeze in some wrestling, like, well, our <laughs> regular wrestling as always. And, uh, mm-hmm. Some stuff was interesting, some stuff was exciting, some stuff was pretty meh, but hence the, <laughs> okay. hence the world of professional wrestling. I mean, uh, it's like a jar, oh, it's like, you know, that box of candy that uh, Forrest Gump keeps talking about, you know, sometimes it's a cherry, sometimes you get spits. Uh, this yep. week we had both. Um, but you know what? Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's start off with a bit of news. Okay, I know there's okay. some, been some interesting news. Um, I want to mm-hmm. start off talking about uh, an interesting thing. And boy, this is one of those things where you, you, you don't know whose side you should really be on on this one because it's just the way of the world. And I'm talking about Killer right. uh, Cross, okay? Now, Killer okay. Cross, the last couple of days, has been trying to – he asked for his release from Impact Wrestling. Uh, he's wanted mm-hmm. out of his contract from uh, from Impact for the simple fact that – I think it's uh, been a year, right? Yeah. It's only been a year. He has a yeah. three-year contract. He's been asking okay. out. He's been demanding, or he's been trying to negotiate for like at least a six-figure deal, uh, which okay. Impact will not give him, which I don't think they can afford a six-figure uh, deal for anybody, let alone Killer Cross. Um, here's where things get interesting. The reason why Killer Cross is asking for a uh, release yeah. is because there's a lot of interest in him right now. You know, oh, okay. uh, in the last year, he's put his name on the radar so much so that there has been interest in the WWE and in AEW for him. So mm. I get that. I get his thing in that he wants to make more money. However, Impact makes a very good point. 
when they signed him a year ago, he was virtually on the national scale of nobody. Nobody knew who he was. Right. Nobody was willing right. to pay him anything. Uh, they mm-hmm. made him a big name in the last year, year and a half. So mm-hmm. I can see how unfair they would think it would be. Like now that you've made yourself big, you want to leave because we can't afford it. But you signed a contract and you're only big because we made you big. That's kind of a funny situation. Well, I didn't know who Killer Cross was until I started watching Impact. I got to admit, he's a really interesting wrestler. I like what he does. I like his yep. approach. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Because for one thing, I do not think Impact is going to back down. I don't think they're going to release him. Um, mm-hmm. Look at the whole things they're going with Eli Drake right now. You know, uh, Yes. They're, they're Apparently, WB has shown interest in him. In Eli Drake, yes, but they but, can't. But uh, who knows where that's going to go. Until Impact. If Impact doesn't do anything and keeps as a breach of contract, Eli Drake can't even sign for a year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so who knows what, where that's going to go. Exactly. So it's an interesting situation. We're going to have to keep an eye on this. Um, is Killer Cross going to be not showing much? Is he going to continue wrestling? You know? And, hey, here's another cool mm-hmm. thing. And I don't know if you knew this, but do you know who Killer Cross's girlfriend is? Uh, no idea. Well, she's on Impact. I'll give you a hint for that. Uh-oh. Rebecca Bardot, or Scarlett Bardot, sorry, Scarlett. Scarlett Bardot, wow. Is his girlfriend, wow. long-time partner. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. Wow. wow. Interesting stuff. Like, uh, she's also right now making quite a name for herself. So this is a kind of a sticky situation. I, mm-hmm. I really, I'm wondering how we're, how this is going to turn out. We'll keep an eye on it, fans. Obviously, we're all curious to see where it mm-hmm. goes. Um, well, let's let's move on with some other news. Um, I know there was a couple signings out there this week. Um, yep. A, a guy who I know, Jake Evans, or Jack Evans, sorry, from, um, excuse me, folks, if I'm sounding a little off today, I'm still feeling a little bit uh, dragged over the coals. Uh, Jack Evans, who's uh, actually from the Calgary yeah. area, wrestled quite a bit in this area, okay. longtime partner of Teddy Hart, mm-hmm. signed to AEW. Mm-hmm. So that that's interesting. Yes, um, which actually uh, leads into uh, one of the matches that the, the best friends were taking out of the Battle Royal. They're, they've, they've been putting a tag team match on the main show. Yeah. So, They've been added. Uh, they're really going to face Angelico and Jack Evans. Yeah, and Angelico is actually the other new, uh, the other wrestler I should have brought up. Uh, he also of AAA fame signed uh, to AEW. So, a double shot of a of oh. AAA people going into AEW. Um, one thing I find really interesting too is um, now we don't usually talk about too much about uh, WWE stuff, but we should address this situation here. Mm-hmm. Is the signing of DJZ, uh, long time yes. Impact wrestler, long time ROH. Uh, wrestler. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, we, you, me and you commented, we've seen him recently, uh, I think it was on MLW, and, and he had looked so MLW. different yes. than what we've seen. So different, from. yes. But uh, here's a guy who's an r- extremely hard worker, battled uh, some serious uh, cancer scare uh, a year or two ago, um, but got his <laughs> stuff in order, uh, back in a super healthy way, and uh, off to WWE. Good on him. Good wrestler. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I don't know if you uh, caught this one, though. Um, another AEW signing. This I saw this, like, uh, I think last week or yeah. a couple of days ago. And Jerry Lynn. Yeah. Jerry Lynn? Jerry Lynn's in as well. As water. Jerry Lynn is signed to AEW. As a producer? I don't know if he's going to be... I don't know if he's going to be a coach or something. Yeah, he, I'm not sure. He's definitely not a I saw it. He's definitely not going to be a talent. I mean, I interviewed Jerry Lynn <laughs> about three years ago, uh, four years ago at an event, and he told mm-hmm. me that... Uh, his wrestling days were over. Like, uh, you know, he his, his too much pain. Yeah, so he, I guess he's going to be coy. 
I think he's going to be coaching the some of the guys in the in the company. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of or like working with them. You got to wonder all these people who are all of a sudden being signed to AEW. Is this going to be, you know, <laughs> like is it going to cause like a little bit of resentment and grief? Um, I mean, today I saw that Paul Turner, longtime ROH referee, signing to AEW. Mm-hmm. How weird is that? Jeez. Yeah, even referees. Like, to be like everyone. I can just see them now. Uh, AEW announces Elio Canella signed as ticket taker for <laughs> AEW. He'll no longer take tickets Jeez. at WWE or ROH events. He'll only take them at <laughs> AEW. <laughs> Oh no, Vince is gonna probably tag more time out of my contract. Yeah, he's gonna make you sit in the back and you're not even allowed to touch tickets. You can only just sit in back and catering and wish you had a ticket. Oh no. This is this is a tough life. This is <laughs> uh anyways, uh, I any before we go on, do you have any more news before we uh I have an injury report. Um but... uh, for more news, uh no that that's about it. All I know all I can say is uh well again with AEW um Apparently, uh, they're supposed to be they're close to signing to landing on TBS, which yep. is a bit weird. That's interesting. That's about it. That's interesting. We'll see. That's wh- about it. That I haven't actually. Uh, I don't know if do you have TBS up there, but uh, yeah, we yeah, don't we have do. TBS here anymore. Oh, you don't? No, we do have TBS. Ours uh, changed their name. What did they change? No, ours changed their name to Peach Peach Tree TV. You know what? I think it's called that out here too. And it's still TBS, but I think you're right. I oh, think I have no. seen Peach TV. TV. Uh, interesting. I don't even... Ever since wrestling <laughs> went off TBS, I don't think I've watched TBS in years. I mean, the channel's still out here. Yeah, but, I haven't uh, watched in years. I yep. mean, uh, dinner and movie? Uh, I don't... Uh, forget it. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so it, it that's about serious? it for news for me. Okay. Uh, there is one other th- news item yep. we're going to talk about, a very big item. But before we do that, I just want to touch on an injury report. Uh Santana of LAX uh, hurting his knee over the last weekend, Mm. uh, which I hope is minor because I got to tell you, since we have been covering Impact, I've (laughs) seen a lot now of LAX, and I really enjoy these guys. They're a hell of a tag team. Mm -hmm. Yep, they're they're unique. They have Santana and Ortiz. um, They're kind of a great combination of um, a touch of luchador, but a lot more brawling and regular wrestling mixed in. And uh, I enjoy. I like this LAX a lot better than the original. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been years. Uh, I, I, you know, when I first we first started uh, doing the show, there was the whole LAX originals against the. You know, we started. We just caught the end of that, and yep. uh, I wasn't. I wasn't yep. sure what to think of this new LAX, but I really enjoy this LAX a lot better. Mm-hmm. But uh, yep. let, you, you know what? I want to talk about uh, something that happened next. Well, last <laughs> week, and uh, there's something of a rarity, and you know, it's caused a bit of a debate amongst us and some of the guys over at uh, POV and the way it was handled. And okay. uh, that is the death of right. Silver King, a uh, famous uh, yes. AAA wrestler, dying in London last week of a heart attack in the mm-hmm. middle of the match. Now, Elio, you tell me why people are a little bit uh, finding controversy in this. So I, um, I only, I've been, I tuned out of uh, World of Wrestling over the weekend, so I had just recently heard about this, and I'd seen it on Facebook. And so I was uh, I was uh, looking around, seeing if the the match was like available, and I found it on YouTube. And I went and watched it. So it was just like basically it was a match between Tigger and Silver King. Then somewhere in the middle of the match, he just apparently they said he had a heart attack and collapsed in the middle of the ring. And for six minutes, uh, no one knew that he had that he had died. And the referee Edge was just standing by the ropes uh, next to him. Um, and they decided to finish the match anyways, not knowing uh, what had happened. Mm-hmm. 
Now, why are some people upset by this, Elliot? Well, so some felt that uh, they they should have like they should have uh, picked up on that on something being not right in the match. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, yep. How do you feel about that, Elio? After watching what you watched, do you have an, an your honest opinion? What do you feel coming out of that after you saw the match and, and you yeah, saw that was, no, that was, that was a little weird because. I saw I saw him collapse like in the ring and mm-hmm. like he was motionless mm-hmm. and then I figured okay stop the match right I'm sure like it's the it's the right thing to do why are you gonna why would you continue a match mm-hmm. when there's something clearly wrong but anyway they decided to continue on and who went to went over to like pin him but he even he should have picked up that something was wrong because he was trying to roll him over mm-hmm. and he couldn't and he couldn't then finally they did. It just pinned him, and then the referee was standing there for I don't know how long it was by the ropes. And after the after the bell rang, like Hoonju celebrating, and and uh, Silver King is just laying there in the middle of the ring. Okay, now wrestling fans, I've been thinking about this a lot since uh, since I saw what uh, Rick Serrano had talked to me about it. He was a bit up in arms, feeling that you know <clears throat> there wasn't any medical things <clears throat> around. But I want to give you a perspective, uh, my perspective, which. Uh, in my okay. case, is a little bit unique because I've actually uh, been backstage and worked with wrestling companies. Um, I'm going to tell you a little story about when I worked with a wrestling company out here in Edmonton, where I was the ring announcer for about six months. Oh, and uh, okay. a lot, a lot of the t- a lot of the time, uh, they would <coughs> tell me when things were going to happen. You know, okay, you know, blah blah blah. You're going to do this, that, you know. But sometimes they wouldn't tell me when some spot would happen to get my reaction oh. too. Okay. Oh. And I think back to a spot I was watching with uh with in a tag team match where a young guy came mm-hmm. down really awkward. I mean, he came down on his side really awkward. Not like I've ever seen a wrestler oh. come down. It looked bad. Everyone just went, oh, and he kind of rolled out of the ring and laid on the ground. Match kept going on. Okay. And I'm looking over and it was like it looked like this guy was really really hurt. Everybody in the crowd was like, "What's going on?" You know, people were not sure. The wrestling kept going. Right. Somebody, my wife like who just happened to be with me came over and leaned over and said, go help that guy. He looks like he's hurt. Like I wasn't sure what to do. Finally, I get up to do something and you know what? Mm-hmm. It was, it was a work. The guy had, uh, he hadn't really injured himself at all. Now here's what, here's <coughs> oh. what, here's where the problem comes in. Okay. And I know okay. this, okay. I've gone to wrestling training seminars and I've gone with uh, people who've talked to indie wrestlers and stuff. And the things they tell you is about making it as believable looking as you can. They talk about, uh, right. um, like the last thing they want is uh, some really cool thing to happen that they've set up and then somebody to ruin the illusion by not either okay. selling it or by uh, acting weird or whatever. And that was mm-hmm. that's kind of the situation we live in. I mean, as far as anyone obviously knew, Juventud Guerrero, in my mind, could have thought, okay, Silver King's going to pretend that I really hurt him. That's why he's going to act like he's knocked out so that it looks so realistic. Right. I mean, that's the whole point. Where there are guys in spandex running around uh, throwing fake moves and th- fake chops and fake punches yep. and fake kicks. So when these things mm-hmm. happen, when something really does happen, it's a little bit hard to tell unless the guy's head rolls off his shoulders or you know what I mean? Because these guys are trying their best to take a punch that misses you by a half an inch and making it look like they got hit with a two by four. Yeah, so, it's kind of like the, you know, the boy like Pride Wolf. Well, exactly. So, I mean, yeah. people could say, well, there should have been uh, – medical um people around and a doctor and i say uh bullshit no 
This is wrestling. Um, unless they're going to be doing some kind of thing where they're going to purposely cut themselves, and we've seen that sort of nonsense. Yeah. Um, if it's wrestling, why do you need a doctor? I mean, no, I'm not really know. punching you, Elio. I'm not really <laughs> kicking you. I'm not really... <laughs> We're in indie wrestling, and we're lucky if we make 50 bucks a night to get in the ring in our underwear and fight each other. Why are we going to pay $300 for a doctor at ringside who's just going to stand there and look disdained at us anyways, knowing what we're doing? Yep. Um, you know who the problem? Uh, the problems here are, uh, well, obviously, and I don't want to sound like I'm being a jerk here, but um, you can't tell me Silver King didn't realize he had some kind of heart problems going in. Nobody just has a heart attack. That's rare mm. that an athlete... Has a heart attack out of nowhere. You yeah, know, this I is mean, true. I mean, there are I'm indications sure. and there are things that, right? I mean, when we hear about these things, when you know people have heart attacks, they've known things leading up to it. There's like a bit of warning signs. There's a little bit of things, especially an athlete, someone like Silver King, who every night is moving around. He obviously had to felt off. He obviously had to feel well, something. Also, and look I, at the. We don't we don't bring up the WWE much like we always say, but look at the Hall yeah. of Fame, Ultimate Warrior, the night uh, before uh, the night that he was inducted, and then the next mm-hmm. day on Raw, you can tell he wasn't feeling well already. Right, but did he give any indication? No, he did no. his whole warrior shtick. He didn't give one yep. one clue that he was sick, and so I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really think, especially at, at, at a smaller level, I get places like the WWE where there's millions of dollars invested into this, but there's not millions of dollars invested into a small lucha match in London, England, run by some small two-bit company who probably couldn't even afford to rent a doctor, let alone barely pay the wrestlers that came in. This is the nature mm-hmm. of indie wrestling. Um, do we need a, uh, a commission to regulate the rules about health? No. Uh, that's like saying me and you, Elio, are going to do uh, um, pretend stage fights down at um, at the park with swords, but we better consult with real doctors <laughs> in case one of us slips and bangs or something. Like, that's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yep. I think that uh, I, I'm not going to put the blame on anyone. I can't even blame Huvitude. For all I know, Huvitude could be thinking, man, Silver King's really pouring it on today, making it look like I did awesome. Well, thanks, but you know what I mean. I don't think for a second. Right. Well, 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 like, uh, well, also, uh, also at uh, Paraguayo, Rey Mysterio was blaming himself for Paraguayo Junior's death. Yeah, I mean wrestlers blaming themselves. I mean, even in that case, uh, it was pretty much after mm-hmm. they did the whole autopsy, they pretty much determined that that dude was dead before Ray even hit him. You know, he mm-hmm. broke his neck as he fell into the ropes way before Mysterio even kicked him. So this is one of the scary, unfortunate parts of professional wrestling that can happen. It doesn't happen very often. How This is a pretty rare thing. Um, it is a little yep. bit disconcerting that this is the second time in so many years that uh, it's been a Mexican wrestler uh, from the same type mm-hmm. of uh, background and companies. So um, mm-hmm. I think maybe, you know what, I'm not going to blame... Uh, the promoters, and I'm not certainly going to blame Juventud Guerrero, and I'm not even going to blame Silverfish, okay, or Silver King, sorry. Um, I, I I just really think that this is just something that a lot of times can come down to a bit of ego, where people have to be a little more, um, I look at it like work, right? Uh, sometimes I go to work and I'm sick, and I'm really super sick, and I work till they send me home, which is uh, kind of stupid and egotistical on my behalf, because I know I'm sick, and I shouldn't be working if I'm sick. Mm-hmm. My boss doesn't want me to work if right. I'm sick. But in my head, I think I'm letting mm-hmm. down my team. But am I really 
that effective if I'm not working at my full capacity. And that's where sometimes I think we have to look at too is wrestlers have to address that. They have to look at the fact that if you're not feeling good this night, if you really are off, is it worth the, the 50 bucks you're going to make to get into the ring to perform for a couple people? I mean, let's be honest. If this hadn't happened, me and you would nowhere in this world would ever have known that match even took place. I mean, it's just right, a small yeah. crowd. In I, 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 didn't, I didn't even know there was an event going on yeah, that night. Exactly. So um, yeah. I really, you know, it's sad, but do you, hey, Elio, if we were uh, somewhere right now and somebody had a heart attack, would you know what to do? Honestly? Nope. Me neither. So why should a bunch of guys who are dressed up in their underwear pretending to be wrestlers have to know first aid either? It's a sad, unfortunate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the answer is. Um, I'm not going to blame anyone in this situation, but it is a sad and scary situation. And uh, I know there's people who are going to disagree with me. But like I said, I've been at events. I've been backstage where guys have done a spectacular looking injury thing where you could have swore that guy was hurt so bad. And in the end, it just turned out to be some really good wrestling. So I'm not sure. Where do you go for there? eh? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, let, let's let's uh, let's get over the sad talk here, and, and let's talk a little bit about. And <laughs> okay. by the way, uh, God bless you, Silver King. Uh, you you put in some great matches. You're you're obviously a legend in, uh, in luchador wrestling. I, I've seen you before. I knew mm-hmm. who you were. I've watched your matches, and uh, it's a sad, tragic loss. And uh, we here at uh, WPOV Global and WPOV Wrestling, I uh, wish the very best for your family, and uh, we thank you for the service you put in entertaining the masses for millions of years. Well, millions of matches and millions of people. Not years. You're not that old. But uh, we, uh, I've still got a head cold here, folks. So, uh, <laughs> You know what? Let's turn our attention right now over to uh, – usually I was do New Japan first, but I'm going to do ROH War of the Worlds and just get this out of the way. Okay? Uh, first of all, Elio. Okay. All right. I got to tell you how disappointed I am in War of the Worlds. Okay? Uh, four nights. Uh-oh. Four nights. Where you bring the best of uh, supposedly mm-hmm. bringing the best of ROH and New Japan wrestlers together for these events, and basically, mm-hmm. it was three pretty boring nights with a few mixed okay matches, and one night that had a few oh. cooler matches. But this was not any spectacular event by any chance, you know. So what about the the fourth night? Uh, that was a card that I, that I ran down last week with all those matches. The fourth night was how many of them were actually good? Um, they were okay. But I mean, those whole concept, I remember the back in the day that War of the Worlds used to be like the like a big event where ROH, you were seeing top stuff, you know, you were seeing the, the top wrestlers. And in this, I just, I really felt like there really wasn't that great of stuff given to us, you know? Um, okay. The Shinobi hit squad was managed to be in some of this. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, and, I, and I'm not laughing at the fact. Shinobi Shadow Squad. Yeah, I, I'm not going to laugh at the fact that, you know, we make fun of those guys a little bit, but if you're having a giant mm-hmm. WrestleMania type event, do you really care what you know? Um, uh, what I can't even think of. I'm trying to think of the lowest jobber back in the day. What, would you care if the Gobbly Gooper <laughs> won? Or did you care if the Red Rooster pinned? Uh, you know, Dwayne Dwayne Gill or Dale Wolf. Yeah, you know, like, those jobbers from the <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't believe I know those names. Wow. You know, I, I'm looking back and I'm th- I'm thinking to myself like, there was a few good. You know, I watched each night. Uh, some of it was truly dreadful. Yep. Uh, some of the matches were pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did really, uh, I'm going to point out, I loved PCO taking on um, Matt Taven, which was a pretty fun match, except the end, okay. was, pretty, the end was pretty sucky. Uh, there was a spot. PCO's in, matches are always fun. Yeah. 
There was a spot in there you would have loved, Elio. I don't know if you saw this match, but there's a spot where he grabbed Matt Taven and he hucks him out of the ring, right? And then he starts, you know, when they dance mm-hmm. around like they're going to jump over him. He jumps, bounces off the ropes, and then yep. jumps out the wrong side of the ring onto nothing. Oh, then he gets up, hops back in the ring, and jumps <laughs> out the other side and nails him. Yeah, just, just oh, classic PCO. Uh, I, I, uh, I was surprised that Matt Taven got a clear pin on him. So uh, I don't know. I, I really think that they should be doing a little more with PCO. I mean, he's he's definitely hot right now. The people love him. Do something a little more with this guy. Um, Isn't he a champion? Well, he's a tag team champion. Or he was a tag team champion. Sorry, yeah. no, it's he's gone. That's gone. Remember, he lost. They lost that belt. Oh. The first defense they had against the Gorillas of Destiny. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, that, that's right. Yes. Yeah, they they gave those guys the belts at. Uh, are are they still? No, no. I guess they're the, the NWA champions now, aren't they? Because the Crockett Cup didn't they win the NWA tag team belts for winning the? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, thought, I thought I thought I thought I saw them. I thought I saw. Um, I thought I saw them uh, coming out with, the, yeah. with the, these belts. Yeah, to- well, fans, forgive us for not recognizing it, but, I mean, really, who was even the NWA Tag Team Champions before they won it? I don't even remember. Like, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, uh, they won in the Crockett Cup last week, and, and to be honest, I didn't even realize that the belts were up for grabs either. I thought it was just the Crockett Cup tournament thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> what is going on all these, like, bizarre events that, like, uh, out of nowhere? Yeah. Who knows, eh? Welcome to indie wrestling. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, I, the last night of the event, um, there's some things obviously we're going to have to catch up on on ROH TV now. I didn't get to see this week's ROH TV. Maybe it filled it in, but for some reason now, remember how I said, wouldn't it be awesome yeah. if PJ Black uh, joined um, Lifeblood? Well, they're kind of referring to him as a member of it mm-hmm. late, late recently, so I don't know what that's about. Maybe he did join them. Oh, wow. Um, there was some weird. I did. I, I did. I watched. Uh, I watched ROH this week. Did they talk about it? PJ Black joining. I did, I, I didn't hear anything. Okay. I just, maybe, like, maybe we'll get that I was out like somewhere else. Watching because I was. Okay. Yeah. The way they tape things, who knows? Maybe this happened on one of the live events and I missed it, and it'll show up on you know ROH TV in like three months or something. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> uh, one thing I gotta say, uh, there was two things. Uh, two things I'm gonna bring up. One, the the good and the bad. We'll mm-hmm. call it. The good was definitely. Um, uh, the Gorillas of Destiny taking on the Briscoes was actually a very good match. Really okay. enjoyed it. Uh, the G.O.D. winning, still holding both belts, so that was a bit surprising. Oh, okay. Uh, now for the uh, the bad, and which coincides with a bit of ugly, Kenny King pretending he was blinded for the last little while. I don't know. Oh, you know what? Uh, they, he, he was on uh, this week's edition of ROH, and he came out with uh, the dark glasses and the uh, walking yeah. stick. Now, I'm sure they'll explain that over ROH TV, but I didn't know what was going on. He came out every night pretending to be blind. But then he re- remarkably, miraculously regained his sight and beat Jay Lethal on the last night. So Wow. wow. Must must have been wow. a miracle. Must have been a miracle. Uh, that's kind of ugly and bad, but whatever. Um, <laughs> overall, I'm going to say I was a little bit disappointed in the ROH uh, War of the Worlds. Um, mm-hmm. it, just, it was just sort of middle of the road. And this is what ROH can't afford to be middle of the road. And how can you be middle of the road when New Japan was loaning you talent and yet you still managed to put in a middle of the road uh, event? Events. They weren't even worth watching all four. I'm going to say that, okay? Uh, Okay. There were parts of each one that were okay. But overall, watching all four nights, I felt really let down. Like more than half of it, they could have not even bothered with, and I would have been happy. I mean, I wanted so. I wanted to watch it, but I was like, uh, I saw, I wanted to watch it, but I saw the NJPW Super Junior Cup. I'm like, I should probably watch that one first. 
That you should, because you know what? We got some tremendous wrestling. And we're actually going to switch over now, folks. We're going to talk about the New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling uh, Junior Cup. It's on right now, the Super Juniors. Now, this uh, is, uh, uh, now I have a question. How, yes. how long are each uh, show? How long is each show? Four, four hours, right? No, actually, they're a little bit shorter on these ones just because they're probably about three to three and a half, mostly because uh, there's a 20-minute time limit on the matches. On the uh, Okay. On the, so, uh, so, so in two days, I saw... So yeah. in two days I saw six hours of uh, NJPW. Wow. Probably maybe a little. Uh, if you watch, okay. did you did you watch the beginning matches too? Then yeah, that's probably. I saw uh, every match on day one and day two. Every match. Okay. Well, um, let, let's let's talk a bit about. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about um, about uh, the New Japan Cup. Um, we're gonna okay. start off with that. Uh, day one had some really had some interesting showings in it. Um, Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find. Actually, I'm just uh, actually looking for my notes right now on this. I just had a bunch of notes for it, but uh, I seem to. All I can remember from day one, for sure, was uh, the definitely the match of the night was Show mm-hmm. versus uh, Shingo Taga. Shingo. Oh, that was a great. That was a great match. Shingo Tagai versus Show. That was awesome. That was a tremendous. That was a really great match. match. Yes. Now. The yep. reason they've really been working up this sort of feud between Shingo and Sho, and uh, Sho, working his ass off, did not get the win. Uh, so obviously this is a feud that is mm-hmm. going to continue. Um, I'm really curious okay. to see uh, how far they can take that sort of thing, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. And you know what, what was interesting about it? Like, I know some people uh, talk about, um, like, they complain about... Um, Sometimes Japanese wrestling doesn't tell a lot of stories. Like, you don't get a lot of, um, what's the word? Like, things don't make a lot of sense as they could have. And I, I, I kind of counter right. and say, you know what? It seemed like um, it seemed like a lot of stuff made a lot of sense in this match, you know? Um, no, all, no all, these, all these events themselves don't make sense because they all lead up to, like, one giant conclusion. Yeah, you know? And, and there's some really great... Like, you have the, the, road, the, road, the road to Dontaku. The road to uh, G1. The road to Dontaku. You're making me hungry. Who is this dog? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but like we said, like, this tournament really goes on to determine who is going to be the number one contender for the, um, the junior heavyweight uh, division. And I got to tell you, it's this is really some some really good matches going on here. I wasn't sure what to think because it seems like the last couple of years they have made the, this tournament not um, what's the word like it hasn't been as played up and as as uh, important seeming as other tournaments. Uh, okay. But this year, okay, they've gone the big route, man. They've gone like you know the full twenty stars. They're gonna mm-hmm. go. They're gonna go the full the full distance here, and uh, I think that's pretty cool. Um, like I said, though, definitely the main event was definitely the coolest one. But let's look quickly go over some of the other matches, okay? Uh, Tiger Mask. Okay. Tiger- actually, I have, li- I, have li- I have them listed here. Yeah, actually. me too. Uh, Tiger Mask four D defeating yeah. uh, Taco Mishinoku. Surprising. Uh, Tiger Mask getting up there in age. Yeah. Uh, thought maybe Taka would put in a bigger showing, but you know it's not like he's a young guy either. Um, Titan. Bah. I have, to, I have to say, uh, like, I'm seeing Taika Mishinoku a lot more now than I did in the WWF. Well, yeah, because, you know, he's Zack Sabre's mouthpiece, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, now, this always kind of... <laughs> I know the way they pronounce things sometimes is funny, but they always call Titan Teton in, uh, in New, J- yeah, in New Japan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Defeating Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Okay. I, I was a little surprised, but uh, yep. Yep. Titan's a pretty good wrestler. Marty Skrull defeating Jonathan Gresham. 
Mm-hmm. That one was, I wasn't sure mm-hmm. where that was going to go. Um, and I got to say, it surprises me that uh, that Skrull is actually in the junior heavyweights this year. I thought they were going to bump him up to the heavyweights, but Skrull gets the win. We talked about Shingo taking on show, but, and then the main event, uh, T, uh, Ishimori defeating Dragon Lee. So he gets a pin on the champion. And you know what that means in New Japan? That means Ishimori is guaranteed a title shot coming up. So he may not be okay. the number one contender and he may not get it at a giant event, but he definitely, you pin, uh, anyone who pins um, Dragon Lee during this tournament gets an automatic title shot later. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing to keep an eye on. Wow. Okay. Now, uh, that was first right. night. Night two uh, was pretty exciting. And here's something I had we didn't mention is just before the tournament started, two wrestlers were removed from the tournament and replaced with other wrestlers. Uh, Flip Gordon oh, removed from the tournament they? because he, okay. he could not get his uh, visa, his working visa. So he was, in, he was denied entry into the country. Oh. So they, they pulled him. And El Desperado, uh, knee injury still. Um, replaced okay. with two wrestlers, uh, Duki and Ren Narita. Uh, Duki's sort of a, a guy okay, that's what that, around. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. No, that's what I was going to ask. Who is this uh, Duki? Okay. He's um, sort of been a guy floating around in Japan's kind of um, uh, like indie scene. Uh, he's really well-versed uh, okay. in Mexican wrestling. Spent many years in Mexico. Uh, he is obviously in right now. He came out with Tai Chi, so he's obviously going to be in uh, in with, um, with Suzuki Gun. So that that that's uh, he's definitely got those guys backing him. And Ren Narita is one of the young lions who uh, still has yet to go on excursion. Yep. So uh, ironically, opening night of uh, Block B, we had uh, Dookie defeating Ren Narita. Um, not too surprising. Most young lions really struggle in these kind of matches, but it gives them. They're not expected to do a lot, but it really gets uh, it really gets them um, you know some work in and stuff like that. Uh, second match, Robbie Eagles yep. defeating Rocky Romero. Kind of surprised. I thought Rocky was going to go a little uh, further in this one. Robbie Eagles almost seems like he could be the younger brother of Facade. Uh, almost. <laughs> Not quite bookworthy, but he sure is goofy looking. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> now, my pick for the winner, El Fantasmo defeating Bandito. Talk about a great matchup in the oh, first round. Oh, that match. I was, I was um actually um earlier tonight... Uh, while uh, all the messages were going on in uh, Messenger, I was uh, I was watching that match at the same time. It's a it's a really good match. Um, the only thing I gotta admit, yeah, that was really good. I don't like how Al Fantasmo at the end has to do some kind of cheap cheap win to get it, but the rest of the match he really showed himself doing the rope walking, doing all his crazy stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Pulls off, uh, tries to, well, he does his thing to Bandito's mask and then gets him with a few moves. So. Kind of a little disappointed in that, but I guess he is. Oh, is that what he lifted the he lifted? Yeah, he lifted the mask up momentarily. Yeah, okay, yeah, I saw that part. Um, here's another boy. Some of these matches were just like main event caliber. Will Osprey defeating Bushi. Osprey mm-hmm. looking good, uh, nursing a bit of a, a sore neck, taking a few bumps, but uh, gets. Uh, Do you see him catching? Um, Bushi tries to spit uh, the green mist in his face, and he he gets a wraparound kick, kicks him in the face, knocks the mist up, and takes him out. Pretty good. Pretty cool moves on uh, Osprey, oh. and then this one really surprised me because yep. of all these great matches. You had El Fantasmo versus Bandito, Will Osprey versus Bushi, but instead they made the main event Taguchi versus Yo, which was I get that they're hometown boys, but it's I mean there was some definitely more intriguing matchups. Uh, Taguchi winning, 
defeating Yul, which surprised me. I thought Yul was really going to have a better showing. Taguchi, however, is probably one of the most decorated um, New Japan light heavyweights out there. Most people don't realize that. Uh, he has spent many years in the Super Tournament. He has won so many times. He's been in the top two or three for years. And, you know, we make, the coach mm-hmm. likes to make fun of stuff. He comes out goofy a lot with his get-ups and his silliness. Yep. But sometimes when he, this man gets down to business, there is nobody as crisp and, and in there as Taguchi. And that's what he did tonight. Tonight he took it to Yo and uh, great match and uh, takes up the point. So that's mm-hmm. just the start of the Super, uh, that's just day one and two. We got a bunch more nights, folks. Next week we'll have a bunch more to... Uh, to talk about and then in our third week we'll be talking about the finals but uh so far interesting guys in there uh people who catch my eye that so i know they start early yeah now the guys who catch my eyes right they now start like at 5 30 a.m yeah <laughs> right the, the guys okay. the guys who are catching my interest right now definitely uh el phantasmo looked really good just as i hoped he would um okay. shingo shingo is looking like a bit of a tank in there um and taguchi of course if he keeps up but you know, it usually doesn't keep. A lot of time, he'll devolve back into his butt and everything persona and whatever. But uh, this is an yeah. interesting tournament. We'll see where it goes from there, um, folks. I think we're going to take a bit of a break and get into our regular four shows that we usually talk about. Uh, it's been a bit of a big long episode. We've talked mm-hmm. about some tragic things, some funny things, and a lot of wrestling. So uh, we're going to take a quick break here, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hello, this is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar and Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness! This is the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Hey folks, I don't know about you, but that was a nice, refreshing little break. Uh, It's time we get into our regular shows. As you know... Me and Elio cover uh, four companies regularly who have regular television programming. And we're going to start off this week with our WWE NXT UK report. Now, there's a few things I want to talk about on this one. Uh, I'll go over quickly here, and I'm going to get Elio's opinion on some of it. Uh, All right, we start off our match. Uh Uh, We have the general manager, I guess the assistant to him, coming out talking about a fatal four-way match in four weeks to determine uh, the next challenger for Walter or Pete Dunne, whoever wins the next match. Now, unfortunately, about tape TV, mm-hmm. we know already who's won, but we're not going to say it right now. <laughs> but you, right. you, you fans probably know. All right. Uh, match number one. Mustache Mountain taking on Wild Boar and Primate. Um, um, okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, know, I, think, I think we're going the same place with this. Uh, Mustache Mountain is a great-looking tag team in the WrestleGood. Stupid name. Kind of takes away from stuff, but these two idiots, Wild Boar and Primate. It's not as it's not as stupid as these guys. Oh my god, these guys are bad. Like they're these two balding, <laughs> shorter idiots who dress like animals. Like I, it, I mean, you watch the match, and 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 Primate. Any time that he got ahead, he blew his move because he's too busy acting like a primate for a few seconds, and gets nailed. Like. 
It's just terrible. And Wild Boar looks like he's like 5'2". I mean, he's just this little fat dude with an ugly... Uh, I'm not sure why they, they're trying to push these guys. Um, I'm glad Mustache Mountain did not lose to these guys. Okay? Yeah. Go ahead, say it. Your thoughts on Wild Boar and... No, it's just... It's just, it's just they're, they're terrible. Oh, the hunt. The hunt. Just wait till we get to the book. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have some things to oh, say. Oh, okay. I don't blame you because the hunt is terrible. Um, then they had a little thing backstage where um, Amir Jordan... Uh, now, Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams mm-hmm. were supposed to be in the main event tonight taking on the grizzled veteran, grizzled young veterans. Mm-hmm. But uh, Amir Jordan okay. looks like he was jumped by somebody, and so they're helping him out, and that starts the chaos. And then things get really boring when Joe Coffey comes out and uh, oh, no. <laughs> takes on Flash Morgan Webster, Morgan Webster the, the mod father. It's uh, now, now, now it's it's funny that uh, that's funny that uh, since they were in Scotland, Joe Coffey went into this matches of yes, and it was sort of kind of strange watching Morgan be really rattled that the fans were booing him and <laughs> he didn't really know what to take. Um, now my family's from Scotland, and I've told you how much I find Gallus boring as hell. So I don't know if the people in Scotland are just yep. really that desperate for wrestling that they're going to cheer Gallus, but. <laughs> they cheered boring old coffee, and uh, coffee wins. This match puts him into uh, the Fatal 4-Way match coming up, so I guess. <laughs> okay. Then, if that wasn't boring <laughs> enough, Gallus has to come in Yo, and do no. a whole talk about, uh, I don't know. I, I'm falling asleep thinking about it. I'm just going to skip it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, it's, it's okay because I couldn't even understand what they were saying. Yeah, it was all nonsense. <laughs> Uh, I am kind of interested in this Ilya Dragunov guy that they're bringing in. He looks interesting. I don't know nothing about him. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. I'll try and look something up about him, figure out who the hell this guy is before we see him. Um, okay, this is where uh, a part of me cringes. Uh, Nina, Nina Samuels taking on Casey Uh-oh. Owens. Um, you mean Jenny's older yeah, sister? Um, well, Jenny looks a lot older. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't hear me say that name. Okay. You, you didn't hear me say that dude, name. they said something that was right on level with all the things I hate about... Um, about uh, Jenny. Uh, first of all, Nino Samuels is so damn boring. I mean, at least at least Jenny looks like she's trying. Um, Samuels looks bored as hell out there. You know, she really looks like she could care less. You know what? Now that, now, now, now that, you, men- you, know, now that you mention it, she does. Now, uh, she really disappointed me. I, uh, now, this okay. is what drove me mad. And Nino Samuels. Just, I don't no, know. Sorry. I don't know who said it. Maybe it was. <laughs> oh, I'm going to look back. I'm going to look back, and if it was our friend Nigel McGinnis, you're back in the book, okay? Um, during this match, at the end of the match, uh, Samuels pours off a very poor weekly oh, version oh, of Hiroki Hiro- Goto's move, um, Yushigoroshi, where you, like, bring a guy down and cross your knee. Oh, oh, yeah, they, 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 I, I, know what, yeah, I know what you're talking the, about. Yeah, the, the announcers are coming. Uh, Nigel said she calls it the Nina Garoshi. Yeah, when I heard that, I just about lost my lunch. <laughs> At least oh, do the move geez. half-ass if you want to steal that. Idiot. <laughs> my God. The Nina Garoshi. Oh, brother. It, it was McGinnis, wasn't it? Uh, I'm sorry yeah. I remember that. No, no. It's it was him, I'm yes. Glad. Okay, he's back in the book, motherfucker. Oh, sorry. Well, excuse my language, but... <laughs> come on, the Nina Garoshi. Ugh, you're back in the book now. You're, you're getting to the book. <laughs> really? Okay. Um... Yeah, it was it was sort of a crappy match. Um, yep. I'm gonna skip some of the stuff. Uh, Dave Mastiff against Wolfgang. Boy, that really sounds unexciting. That's right up there with. Yeah, Wolfgang. Dave Mastiff don't care. Yeah, uh, and you know yep. what? 
James Drake and Zach Gibson are pretty bat- boring wrestlers. Um, the grizzled young veterans with they are pretty boring. Uh, Kenny Williams comes out. He doesn't have a tag team. Well, first, Zach Gibson starts saying, you know, Amir Jordan was hurt, so there's not going to be a match. You knew right away because <coughs> you'd have to be, like, under 12 years old to not realize that that means someone else is going to fill in. Uh, out comes <laughs> Noam Dar, who the fans love, of course, because he's from Scotland. Noam Dar right. comes out, puts on a great match. Uh, unfortunately, they end up losing to Drake and Gibson. And uh, that mm-hmm. ends the that ends this week's UK. Um, wow. The champion... I don't know, man. J- James Drake and Zach Gibson. This was a pretty boring episode, I have to say. It really was, you know? No, the, the, actually, this was a pretty... Yeah. I'm going to give it a C. Mm. I'm going to give it a C. Almost a C-. minus. Yeah. Nina Gar- no, you know what? The Nina Garoshi makes it a C-. C-. <laughs> you know what? The, the, the Nina Garoshi should be going in the book. You know what? Well, we know Gibson. We know uh, Nigel McGuinness is going back in for talking like that. <laughs> no, I'm just going to put him in because he's the one who said it. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's this week's WWE NXT UK. Kind of a boring snoozer this week, which was really, you know, Noam Dar was okay, but the match itself was pretty bad. Um, not a lot here. Not mm-hmm. a lot in this week's episode. Uh, why don't we take a look uh, at ROH Wrestling? Okay, so ROH this week opened up with the Bouncers defeating Shinobi, Shadow Squad, and Coast to Coast in a triple threat tag match. Oh, brother. Uh, um, okay, the bound, uh, not really much to say in this No, one. not really. This match. Bouncers, uh. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, not much to say in this match. Yeah, let's not even say much about it, to be honest. It wasn't that great of a match. Next. Yeah. And the uh, second one, uh, Josh Woodson defeated. I didn't get this guy's name. I heard the first name. I think it was Flex. Simmons, I have written down. I'm not even sure. Well, because I couldn't hear it well. In our minds, he's just flex jobber. Because anybody who does, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And in the in the, the main event, I had Bandido defeating Shane Taylor. Uh, what did you think of this match? You know what? Any any match involving Shane Taylor is just boring. So I I, I cheer for whoever whoever uh, is facing Shane Taylor at that uh, moment. Yeah, it was. You know, Bandito's a good wrestler, but uh, he, yep. he can only carry a sack of potatoes so long. And um, no, no, the, the 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 one segment they had was uh, Kenny King uh, coming out, being accompanied to the ring, and he had his uh, sunglasses and he had his walking stick with him, and he was talking about how he went to congratulate the great Muda, and Muda blew mist into his uh, face and blinded him. Oh my lord. <laughs> and he called and and he, he called Matt Taven his homie and he's not going after Matt Taven, but when he regains his eyesight he's going after Jay Lethal. His homie, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Taven's <laughs> his homie, that's what he said. Wow. You know what? Another another that's two programs and that, I'm gonna give this one a C minus two because this was pretty bad. Yeah, this was yeah, no no, this this actually this was. You know what? I was out last night, but um, when I, where, where I was, I had internet connection, so I did watch it uh, while I was while I was out, and it was pretty uh, not a very entertaining uh, show. Well, that's too bad. It's two now. Well, let's hope our next that's two. Let's hope our next. Uh, okay, let's turn our attention to MLW Fusion, and I'm okay. gonna happy to say that while there may not have been the best wrestling on it, there was actually some pretty interesting stuff on it, and it definitely wasn't a C minus night. Oh my god, there, there's uh, one interesting uh, backstage segment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> I'm, not sure what to, I'm not sure what to think about this, but yeah, we'll get there. Okay, so we open up with uh, Joseph Samuel 
saying that, you know, Barrington Hughes has been unstoppable, but now he has to face ja- Jacob Fatu, so that's all going to change. <laughs> of course, Barrington Hughes, Barrington Hughes weighs, weighs nine tons, so that's probably the only reason he's unstoppable, is even he can't stop his weight. Um, so, okay, we start off, Airwolf <laughs> versus Ray Phoenix. Now, when I saw this match, sometimes, you know, the part of you that's not the fan, the part of you that knows a bit about booking and knows about <coughs> things goes, Why? Like, why on earth would 19-year-old Airwolf get a surprise win over Ray Phoenix? Part of me wonders if it's because Ray Phoenix is headed off to AEW. You, you talked about them being signed there. Maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Phoenix, like, wrestled circles around this kid and then loses by a, a quick uh, roll-up. So, And it, there was all the time, you know, the announcers talking about how Airwolf, a win over Phoenix would make his career and establish him. And I'm thinking, okay... Yep. They're here to establish him. Got it. Um, <coughs> Phoenix looking good. Love that move where he jumps off the top turnbuckle and then like spin kicks someone in the face. He did that. Mm-hmm. Um, good match. Airwolf taking a surprising win. Uh, yeah, that was surprising uh, to see him uh, pull out the win over Phoenix. Now, surprisingly, they're talking about Austin Aries will be soon coming to MLW. So that's going to be interesting. Yes, I saw that when I was uh, watching uh, the video, the episode on YouTube. I saw a video before above that and said Austin Aries coming to MLW. Now, the one thing I don't understand here, they finally have Barrington Hughes versus Jacob Fatu. This match was like, if you blinked, you missed it. Uh, oh my God, you know what? I, I, I was like, all I hear was one, two, three, and that's it. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. That's it? Fatu gets in a super kick, <laughs> nails Barrington Hughes, and that's it. I guess when you're an 800-pound sack of flour, if you just get kicked in the face, you're done. <laughs> wow. That, that, that was terrible. Was, what was that? No, no, no. You know what terrible is? The H2 segment that came next. Oh, my Lord. I know we keep complaining about H2, but it's like mind-numbingly bizarre. Um, oh, my H2 segment. Oh, so bad. I'm not going to talk about it because it was it was just bad, okay? Um all right, uh, they talk about uh, Marshall and Ross Von Eric coming in soon. Uh, they'll make their debut in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Tom Lawler comes out and says that he's going to beat up the Avalanche. Um, then our next match. I'm sorry, who is he, Avalanche again? Uh, he was this, I'm sorry, who is he, Avalanche again? He was that big, he was like some big dude from like Germany or Austria who was in the Battle Riot. Um, he's a champion out. Oh, okay. Europe. All right. Yeah, he has really no presence. I don't really know him at all. Um, he has no presence right now, and this is his sort of intro into North American wrestling. Big guy, but uh, okay. I don't know. I wasn't really all that excited after Battle Riot for him. I didn't think he was that big. Um, so he, okay. Now, next match, a guy that makes you look humongous. Uh, five foot two Ariel oh. Dominguez gets a weird win over Brian Idol. Hmm. I gotta say, sometimes, hmm. sometimes wrestling companies play their hand. I mean, we've seen Ariel <coughs> Dominguez get beat up week after week by big name guys. Then when he walked out yep. and he was with a nobody, you knew this was his win. <laughs> I've never heard of Brian Idol. No, me neither. I don't think Brian Idol's heard of Brian Idol, to be honest. <laughs> uh, Brian Idol really didn't show much. Um, Dominguez did a lot of moving around, uh, gets the win. Um, I guess good on him, but I mean, wow, this is this is on par with Cheeseburger winning over Joe Flex or whatever his name was, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, who the hell cares? Um, okay. Okay. Um, wow. Uh, I never thought I'd say this, but... Um, Sammy Callahan teaming with Mance Warner now. They come out and talk to each other that they're going to do this. Uh, I always thought it was funny when they're each trying to do their thing where um, 
Sammy's like, thumb goes down. And La- Mance is like, hand goes up. <laughs> we're, talk- <laughs> we're talking about that, 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 that backstage segment, right? Yeah. Funny. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to make of that. Like, Sammy Callahan is a face. I don't know what to make of this. You know what's really funny, too? <laughs> they made him a face this week in this interview. Did you notice he cleaned himself up? He actually looked like a normal person <laughs> yeah. for once. He looked like he took a shower and combed his hair. Like, he looked... <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, I guess he's a face oh, now. Geez. I don't know. We're still going to have to see this. If somehow he makes Mance Warner not yeah. cool... He's going in the book twice. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Wait, who's going in the book twice? Sammy. If he makes Matt, if he brings Mance oh. down, oh, Mance is the best thing. Oh yeah, in okay. If he brings him down, I will not be happy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I am intrigued by this. I want to see where this goes. Oh my lord. Okay. Um, speaking about oddly intriguing things, <laughs> the fake, uh, the the special secret camera catching uh, Selena De Laurenta and Low Key kind of arguing backstage. Looking like maybe there's a yep. rift going on Ooh. between these two. Uh-oh. Is this the end of Promotion de Dorado? I don't know, but, you know, I think it's going to be. I think it's got to be. Um, hmm. I, what, what else do you do with Loki? I mean, he had this undefeated streak for years and years, and they built all that. you got to do something different with him now. The gold promotion. There's no more. And, and then, finally, our main event, uh, which I like to subtitle, Two Idiots Who Wear Really Bad Sunglasses, Alex Hammerstone. Oh. Taking on your favorite gringo local in a in a white sure boys can match. <laughs> in a white boys can fight match. Um, <laughs> it was uh, I know we make fun of gringo local a lot because he is the whitest Latino looking wrestler in the world because he dresses like he's Latino, he walks like he's Latino, but yeah, he is but, white as me. I'm sorry, but I, but but I'm sorry. No one can be as ridiculous looking as facade. No, that is true. That's why gringo local isn't in the book. But <laughs> although it wouldn't surprise me if Gringo Loco was like his uncle or something. But anyways, um, actually not too bad of a match. Um, Hammerstone, I don't really buy him mm-hmm. much. He doesn't seem really that talented to me. I just, I just, yeah, I just, I just don't get this whole and Alexander Hammerstone. Yeah, I mean, I get that they're pushing him because he's big. I mean, he's one of the bigger guys in MLW, but I don't necessarily feel he's all mm-hmm. that talented of a guy in MLW. So we'll have to see where it goes from there. Um, overall, this week's show, I'm going to give it a B. Um, there wasn't anything that was super great on it. Um, there also wasn't horrible stuff like we saw on the other two shows. So I'm going to give it this week a B for MLW. Yeah, this one one was pretty good. This one was more entertaining than the other two. All right. Well, let's head over now to Impact. And gosh, that scares me to think that Impact is the one to see how great the week of wrestling was. But let's see where we go. Oh, oh, Impact Wrestling. Oh, here we go. Okay, so Impact Wrestling opens up with uh, LAX defeating Moose and Josh Alexander. Interesting match. Now it's, it was it was good to see LA, yeah it was good to see LAX uh, facing two different opponents rather than the usual opponents they've been facing. Yeah, it's kind of a nice change, eh? So uh, they picked up the win uh, when Moose accidentally hits his partner with a big boot. Poor Alex, and that was Josh Alexander, wasn't it, from uh, the North? <clears throat> that was Josh Alexander. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> then we, then we, then we had Madison Rain defeating Taya Valkyrie with the half Boston Crab. Was this even a match? As uh, Taya quickly taps out. Was this? E- no, this wasn't even a match. Yeah, it was pretty sad. Uh, Taya Valkyrie is not making herself any kind of <laughs> champion at all. It's yeah. You know, I mean, when 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 I make my notes for Impact, 
I usually do bullet points, or like I do, but I do it numbered bullets. And there was nothing for this one. This one only had four. No, this one only had four. That's about it. Four. That's three more than I would have given it. Go, <laughs> you're digging deep. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> oh, hey, wait. And then wait, wait. I can't believe I'm. The... Wait a second. Did you catch? I can't believe I'm saying this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Elio. What's that? Did you catch Taya yep. trying to bait Josh Matthews? By saying, oh, your wife's in so much trouble. And Joff Matthews kept saying, oh, is Madison's uh, husband here somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I must, I must have missed that part. Yeah, yeah, there's a few points where she did that. And it was, and for folks who don't know, Josh Matthews is married to Madison Rain. So it was sort of funny because she kept going yep. over to, to, to Josh and going, your wife's going to get it now, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, hey, is, uh, <laughs> is Madison Rain's husband somewhere in the audience? <laughs> oh, wow. Just dumb. Just dumb. <laughs> then we have, and I can't believe I'm saying this. This is the only time I'm going to say this, but apparently next week uh, we're going to have a demon collar match between oh Rosemary and Sue Young. How you know time? what? Could I just, I have to ask, what's after this? Are they going to have a Beelzebub on a pole match? Why not? Because this should have, this crap should have been over <laughs> so long ago. <laughs> Then we had um, Jordan and Grace defeating Alexa Nicole with the Grace driver. Now, Jordan um, Grace made a quick work of uh, Alexa Nicole here. Jordan Grace bitch slapped her. Holy smokes, did she get the strap <laughs> under this girl? She threw, her, <laughs> she threw her around the ring. I was like, damn. Yeah. And she threw her hard because sometimes when you watch wrestling, <laughs> it looks so like so choreographed and beautiful when somebody tosses somebody and they land, you know, so gracefully. Man, she yep. threw her around like she was a sack of meat. It was hilarious. Oh, like <laughs> she, like, she, she threw it across the ring. I was like, ow. Yeah. It, Jordan was on fire tonight. Uh, she looked great out there. Then we had Rob Van Dam defeating Ethan Page with the five-star frog splash. Big surprise there. Yeah. I think it should downgrade it to a three-star frog splash. <laughs> Rob Van Dam is definitely uh, it, looking old. Yo, uh, injury update on our Brian Cage's future seems unclear after Rebellion. Mm -hmm. And then we have Michael Elgin and Johnny Impact arguing over which of them sent Brian Cage to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> we had the Desi Hit Squad defeating the Deaners, Brent Banks, and Aiden Prince, and the Rascals, and uh, I guess it was a triple threat. Uh, I don't even know what, uh, yeah, triple threat tag team match. It didn't seem like this match was very much. It seemed pretty quick and not a lot of substance. Yep. And then, oh, did you, okay. <laughs> they had LAX hanging out with the Rascals. Did you see this? I actually did not see this part. I just watched the highlights oh, this week. So did I, but I'm, I, this is one of the highlights they had on the Impact uh, webpage. LAX uh, hanging out backstage with the Rascals. You know how they do their little, uh, whatever Backstage thing. The 70s show thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> LAX was hanging out with them, and now they're arguing over uh, the teams that they beat. Okay. <laughs> and the teams that they can beat. And like they brought up, like I don't know how many names, and it was just weird. <laughs> if you go, you go back and watch it, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Well, you know what I find very ironic here is um, wrestling companies try to be topical <laughs> by doing things mm -hmm. that seem topical. So yep. how is mocking a show that was popular <laughs> five, ten years ago, set in the 70s, for God's sakes, even topical? Yo, the, the 70s show, didn't that end? Uh, wait, when did that end anyway? This is, I don't like, know. In it, the 2000s or 2000s? I can't uh, even remember. It's been a while. I just know that 
how is it even topical? So I don't know. Yep. And then in the uh, in the main event, I can't believe these guys are in the main event. OVE rules, and OVE defeated Tommy Dreamer, Falaba, Willie Mack, and Rich Swan. You know, surprisingly, this was a pretty good match. Um, but it was what it was, right? I mean, <laughs> it didn't really mean anything. It didn't have any consequences. Like, they, they picked up the win when Callahan hit uh, Willie with the Cactus Special Driver into into uh, the, the building blocks that they brought into the match. Oh, brother. Uh, no. Overall, how would you rate this show this week, buddy? Oh, you know, I don't even, um, uh, Jordan Grace, uh, okay, the Jordan Grace match was good, so I'm going to just, uh, leave it at a C. <laughs> yeah. The rest of it was, I couldn't, I can't really say anything about the rest of it, the rest of it was just whatever. You know, ironically, that's exactly what I was thinking too, I would give it a C. So I guess mm-hmm. this week, uh, I guess MLW was the, the winner of the four, but let's face it, all this wrestling, including <laughs> War of the Worlds this week, wasn't the greatest, but New Japan. The Super Junior Cup right now. There's some really great wrestling we're seeing on that. Um, oh, yes, yeah, I've, I've been enjoying the Super Junior Cup, and and uh, this is a this is the first uh, road to anything that uh, I'm actually like caught up on. I've seen day one and day two. Well, you know what? Uh, there's a lot more great wrestling we hope down the road for New Japan. Let's hope the other companies too. MLW uh, clearly in the last uh, month or two has been my favorite of the four shows we cover. ROH kind of inconsistent. Impact has glimmers of hope, but a lot of it. And NXT UK, you never know. Some weeks it's great, and some weeks it's boring. So uh, some some weeks you're giving no, a actually, and some you, weeks you're giving actually, a hunt. Actually, you've uh, you've um, last week you made your prediction for Super Junior. Um, mm-hmm. This week, uh, after watching uh, these matches, I'm gonna have to go with um, my. Uh, Picks for the to win are uh, Shingo Takagi or El Fantasma. Ooh, and they're both on opposite sides. I guess I better pick somebody on the other side too. Um, you know what? Not to be a copycat, but just for this week, we'll see how it progresses. I'm going to go with Shingo too because I think <laughs> on the block A, he gave the, the most dominant performance. And over in block... My God, I love that. I, I just love that match with the show. And on block B, I'm going to say El Fantasma and Will <laughs> Osprey, but... Will is looking a little rough right now, so definitely still with uh, El Fantasmo. All right. Now, this is our uh, interesting time of the day where we uh, we talk about the book. Do we have the book ready? Actually, uh, we, we, uh, we, didn't, we didn't do the poll. Oh, we didn't do the poll? What the heck? Oh, yeah, I guess we talked no. about Silver King and stuff. Okay. You know what, folks? We did have well, a we, 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 we got into We got into uh, the Silver King uh, topic, and then uh, we got into the Super Junior... Yeah, you're right. You know what? We are not going to miss our poll. Fans, you guys take the time to write in and and talk about it. So, you know what? Let's take a look at the poll this week. This week's question was, who's ready for AEW's Double or Nothing? The answer was like, hell yeah, Mm -hmm. or could care less. Well, after the voting was done, 70% of you were hell yeah. 30% 30 said hell no. (laughs) Uh, let's read some comments here. <laughs> Randy Schroeder wrote, "Okay, what I'm finally waiting for is the first AEW show on, what is it, TNT Tuesday nights, allegedly the rumor, starting in October. Okay. Hmm. Rick. Okay. Uh, Rich Bagoo said, hell yeah, I've been waiting forever. Worst case scenario, the show is awesome and the company goes nowhere, but this will be awesome. All right. Uh, Patrick Parker said, could care less. So CM Punk does care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, um, see, Brad Howard Norman said, 
I'm ready, but I still don't know what channel they're, they'll be on in Canada. We don't get TNT. It's too far from the U.S. <laughs> uh, David LeClaire said, I couldn't care less. Ooh, speaking his mind. Uh, Mike Brown says, for $50 on an untested product, I'm going to pass. Yeah, no kidding, eh? $50 is pretty steep. <laughs> That's $50 American. Well, actually, did you... Did, I'm sorry, did you see uh, what, what uh, the um, the streaming service uh, that was going to air it? Did you see the, the mix-up that they uh, did? No. Uh, well, there was a screenshot of it. Uh, apparently, instead of uh, $49.99, they put $4. Whoa. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. interesting. <laughs> I know, right? All they right. put $4.99. Everyone would have been upset uh, if they uh, if they paid a five dollar pay per view for a show that was forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> okay, well, going on, going on with comments, Andrew Cooper, who is wearing mm-hmm. the exact T shirt that I'm wearing right now, uh, nice T shirt, Andrew says I'm gonna try it. Um, mm-hmm. Carmozina mm-hmm. Vieira Sweeney says I'm working, so I'll read about it. Uh, I think a lot of people at fifty bucks American are gonna read about it. Uh, hey, somebody threw a gif uh, threw a gif in here. Des Cook threw a gif of a sinking ship. Mm, wonder what that means. <laughs> uh, Tiffany Sandover says couldn't care less. Uh, and finally, Elliot Rivera said, "Is there anything? Is there is there an in between?" <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And if there was a hater comment, you would have won it, uh, <laughs> folks. Uh, you know what? The more this is coming up, I mean, it sounds. Oh, I don't even know how I feel about this, Elio. You know. I started off caring a lot. Now I'm I'm almost mm-hmm. actually you know I just joked about uh, Elliot Rivero. I'm kind of in between at the moment. Part of me likes this, part of me doesn't because let's face it, um, what is this even really going to mean, right? I mean they don't have anything really set up yet, and if they get a TV deal, let's say mm-hmm. right, let's see they get a TV deal. So right. any, anything that happens now doesn't really mean anything. You know, it's just random matches. It's an indie spectacular. You know what I'm. I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just going to be happy just uh, so we don't have to hear about it anymore because that's all we've been hearing about for the longest time. That is true. It's getting, it's getting to the point where it's getting like, uh, okay, do we really have to talk about this again? Like, that's, that's the only reason I'm looking forward to this so I don't have to hear about it anymore. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, folks, thank you for taking the time to, uh, to vote. Uh, I guess, you know, AEW has been putting together a humongous machine of uh, promo to really push this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into the book, because we're talking this, we got to talk about the, the points pay-per-view game. Okay. Uh, it's a little yes. game that's held by both, uh, both global and POV uh, wrestling. POV wrestling will be doing uh, one mm-hmm. this weekend for uh, what is it? Money in the bank. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. Yep. So basically how that wins folk or how that works. If you want to be a part of this, you have to like and share the page and then you can enter mm-hmm. it. Uh, you run down the card. You pick down each who you think's going to win. Um, you 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 bet points on, on what's the what's the maximum points you can bet, Elio? Uh, I I believe it's like I think five on the regular and I think it's ten on championship matches. But they they vary from pay per view to pay per view depending on like um like uh, at the WrestleMania, it was uh, some matches were twenty points. Okay, so when you look at it that way, folks, the, the, and I, I don't forget that you go to go to on Facebook, go to WPOV Wrestling Podcast uh, on the page. Yeah, they'll Wrestling have, POV Podcast. They will have the rules there. 
they'll have the point structure. All you got to do is fill it in. Now, you get the chance to win bragging that's rights. All. But sorry? Well, you get No, I'm saying I said that's all you do. Yeah. You, you get the chance to win bragging points. I mean, even Elio and that puppet once cheated to win that thing a few times, I think, right? <laughs> but uh you know, you you, you get to uh you get bragging rights. Then he turned on me. And then he turned on you. That's what happens. Cheaters do not. St- Anyways, um, <laughs> you you get a chance to win also a $50 Amazon gift card, which will be given away. I believe there's a loot crate offered at the big ones. Is this, is this considered one of the big pay-per-views? I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't say. I think the big, the big ones are Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Survivor Series. And ah, yeah, you're right. Okay, sorry about that. At least that's what they were when I was growing up. Okay. So, so this one will have a $50 gift card from Amazon as the main thing. We'll be running our own pay-per-view points game next week. Definitely try it out, folks. It's fun. Yep. It's your chance to flex your mind, try to think of how would, you know, how would these things play out? How would, if you were the booker, how would you do it? And who knows? I mean, I think with, with uh, WWE booking, just take a brick, hit yourself really hard in the face with it a few times. And once you get your head really throbbing, you'll probably figure out how they do this booking. It seems that way. And hey, I won. I I won the last the Money in Bank uh, pay for you last year. Yeah, you had to bring that up, didn't you? Anyhow, um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know I won. Now, before we go into the book, we have. I think right now this week we have. I know I have two nominees for the book, and I know you mm-hmm. have something for the book. This is going to be a book heavy. I have day. something for the book. All right. <laughs> Elio, open that book, please. And let's first of all, the Book of Shame. Uh, right. The Book of Shame is all about book wrestling and things that are wrestling related that annoy us, tick us off, disgust us, make us roll our eyes. Anything that is shameful, shameful, shameful. Well, you know what? We put them in the book as a reminder of their ever-loving shame. So tell us. Let's go over the <laughs> Open the book. Let's read who's in the book. Let's see if anyone got out this week because every week we kind of update it to make sure it doesn't go stagnant. And then, like I said, we got some entries for this week. Yeah, okay. Uh, the first entry is Ace Austin. Oh, yeah. Grow up, buddy. You're still in there. <laughs> then we have El Hijo de Los Angeles Park. Oh, yeah. The little, uh, oh, my Lord. <laughs> I Until I can seriously look at him and don't think he looks like a little jumping bean. Like, I don't even know. He looks like the skinny little elf. Mini Skeletor. Mini Skeletor. He's a mini yeah. Skeletor. Until he could, he looks like a credible wrestler wearing what he's wearing now. You're in there, Los Angeles Park. Ellie, ho, he, ho, whatever the hell. <laughs> and then we have Facade. 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 Uh, you'll be the legend because no one will ever, ever put you on TV again looking like that. So yeah, you stay. Next is that word that starts with F. Yep. Yep. Not even going to say it this then we have Then we have Jimmy Havoc. Oh, yeah. Gross. Gross, man. You're in there. Uh, Madman Fulton. Ugh, yeah. Rich Swan. Rich Swan. <sighs> he didn't do anything gross this week. I'm going to give you one more week of punishment. If yeah, you, one, more week, one more week. If you, by next week, if you do something on next week's Impact or whatever show and do something gross and disturbing, you'll go back in. <laughs> Sammy Callahan. Oh, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. You will go in twice if you ruin Smash Warner. You're not getting out of this book, pal. <laughs> then we have the, the Christ Brothers. Oh, my Lord. How these guys even got wrestling contracts is beyond me. You're, you're going to be in there. You're lifetimers, buddies. And Tommy Dreamer. Oh, is he still alive? Yes, you're still in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see his uh, promo from this week? No. Whenever I see him, Elio, I turn it off. 
Okay, no, okay, because what I do is I I look at all the highlight videos on the site when I'm taking down my notes, mm -hmm. and like he had this like impact, like this promo where he be, he was basically crying uh, when he was talking about like how when he first got into this business, he and no one said that he would make it and this and that and he fought for everything that's right and that's what uh, we were doing. We're gonna fight against OVE. Oh brother. <laughs> First time I've ever wanted OVE to really beat somebody up. Anyways, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, since I have two and you have one, I'm going to start the first one, okay? Okay. This week, going in to the book is a mm -hmm. reintroduction of sorts. It's going to be, are you ready for it? I'm ready. Nigel McGuinness. You just you made just this book! Oh, shame. Nigel McGuinness calling the right. Nina Garoshi? <laughs> really? <laughs> Nigel McGinnis, how dare you, sir? We let you out because all that, you know, you, you started with that stupid fashionista crap. Now you're mm. doing this. You take the two most boring, and they, maybe they are sisters, dude. Two of the most boring wrestlers who are just mere crappy counterpoints of each other. They're just terrible. Yep. And uh, I, you, you come up with, you try <coughs> to make them sound exciting and they're horrid. And nah, man, you're losing all credibility with me. You know, making up these stupid <laughs> words. Ripping off real wrestlers' moves. Forget it. You're in there, Nigel. You're not coming out for a while. Yep. All right. Who have you got this week? Okay, I have The Hunt. You just you made just the book! Oh, shame. <laughs> you know, I was very... I, I knew you were going to go for The Hunt, so... They are ridiculous. Yes, go on. Tell me why why The Hunt really irks you. Why? Because... Did you see what they wore out to the ring this week? They looked absolutely ridiculous. They look like kids dressed. Oh, <laughs> there's stuff that makes you roll your eyes when you, you know, there's things when you turn on wrestling and you show your friends, you're like, this is why I like wrestling. And you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> then that crap comes on. And and you're they, like, yeah, and then they, they, yeah. And then they laugh at you. They're like, yeah. this is why? This is why? Did you hit your head with something? No. Like, yeah. <laughs> Th those guys make me embarrassed to be a wrestling fan. All right. And are you ready for the next entry? I'm ready. This person has managed to do something no one else has ever done in the history of oh. WPOV. And I say history of POV because they are the first person to make it not only in the POV podcast wrestling's book of book, whatever they call their book, he's also this week going into our book. And that's that uh -oh. cross-eyed, slanty, dirty, stinky, poo-poo mm -hmm. head, Miguel Cole. You just you made just the book! book. Oh, oh, shame. Miguel Cole. Oh, no. We paid you darn good Canadian money to do... Let's face it, Elliot, we didn't even want to pay him. His work was so shoddy at best. Uh, he did some promo work for us. It was terrible. That's why you folks haven't heard it, because we listened to it, and we thought, well, we just threw money in down the garbage. Then he has the nerve to say he's going to sue us because we paid him in Canadian money. And then he actually ripped up. You know what? Know this, Miguel Cole. It's illegal in Canada to destroy Canadian money. So if you step back over the border, you're going to jail, because I'm having you arrested. You'd that, be in a real book of shame. And it's not Monopoly money either. What's going on? Yeah, I don't know, but I By don't know did, this. Did, did, did you that they're going to sue the bald guy more than, than the other guy? Yeah, like, try it, buddy. Try it. I have so <laughs> little more money, less than Elio, it's not even funny. But <laughs> know this. You've opened a can of worms, Miguel Cole. You've opened a uh -oh. can of worms. You step across any time into Canada. I swear to God, I'm having you arrested for defacing our great Canadian currency. So I hope you know how to... 
put a soap or rope around your neck, buddy, because you're going to need it for where you're going. You think Rick Serrano's putting <laughs> things in your weird puppet hole. Wait till you end up in Canadian prison. Uh-oh. That's all I got to say about that. Miguel Cole, you are now dead to me. You're never doing promo with press again. I should have went with Rick Damn. Serrano. We should have went with Rick Serrano. At least that guy's a bit of a gentleman. That puppet, though? Nah, I don't even know why we listen to that sock on a stick. <laughs> all right, so that's uh, the book That for is this the week. book this week. Well, I am so wound up now. I cannot believe how that Miguel Cole gets me so worked up. Oh, well. You know what? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm, Are you okay? Yeah, I, I just right. need some me time. I, I'm feeling better. <laughs> I'm feeling better. I just, pre- I just said, you know, I just thought of Alanis right now in a bikini and, and, and things just were, it just came back better to me. I, I feel much better. Thank you, Elliot. All right. Um, folks, we had a, we had a fun time this week. Um, you know, we're not the only, obviously, you know, you know, you, you, most of you came over from Wrestling POV. So, mm-hmm. you know, the other show, it, it's a great show. I mean, you, you've got Tony Diaz, you got Mimi Goody, you got Rick Serrano the third and <coughs> some ugly sock on a stick. Uh, <laughs> The four of them have a great show. It's pretty fun, uh, except when the sock on the sick forgets his role, knows no manners. Um, <laughs> they talk a lot about WWE. We pick up the slack and the other stuff, the stuff they don't get time for. Because, mm-hmm. man, there's so much wrestling out there. They're talking hour, hour and a half, just WWE. We, we got to cover all the other stuff, and we're running out of time. So uh, thank you for joining us. Check us out on – okay, let's see if I get this right now. I, I try every week, and I seem to mess it. You can get us on iTunes, Spot- iTunes? Spotify. Spotify. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. MySpace. I love it. Podbean. Pod, mm, I love Pod, Pod, Podbean. <laughs> Chocolate covered Podbean. And, uh, and you know what? If you want to drop us a line, uh, we'll put up a poll this week. We, we've been so busy, mad at that puppet that I can't even, I didn't even think of a poll this week. Um, oh. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll post one up before the next show. Uh, but if you want to get a hold of us, uh, Elio, tell the fine people all the social media stuff out there for us. So go to our Facebook page at Wrestling POV Podcast, on Instagram at Wrestling POV One, and uh, Twitter Wrestling POV. Well, you know what, folks? Every Wednesday and every Saturday, you have yourselves Global and WPOV Wrestling. I tell you, it's a couple of hours of fun. Get some laughter. Get in some good opinions about wrestling. Help you look at wrestling in another way because you know sometimes when you sit there and you're watching the hunt come out, you start to feel like you're the loneliest wrestling fan in the world. Well, you're not. We're out there suffering with you guys. <laughs> the hunt, yes. I suffer with with all of you as well. Well, you, So don't worry. Well, you know what, Elio? I want to wish you a, a, a good week. I hope my week's right. I hope my week's a little easier than last week. Yeah, I hope you feel better. Well, thank you. Thank you. And uh, you know what? Uh, tremendous fun this week. We look forward, fans, to uh, talking to any one of you. We want to wish all of our fans across the world. We know we've got a lot of international fans listening to us. We want to say hi to people out in uh, out in Europe, out in Asia, out in Russia, <laughs> Australia, England. Wherever you are tuning into us, remember you're important to us, and uh, we're interested to what you're listening to and res- wrestling. And you know what? Maybe there's some wrestling out there that we haven't touched on. Maybe there's something really cool. Drop us a line. You know why not? It's not like we have lives. We can add some more wrestling to our lives. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways. You guys have been great. We look forward to talking next week. Elio, say goodnight to the great people. All right. We will talk to you all next week. Mm-hmm.